I've got my tunes in the background. It's 8 a.m. Sunday in London. It is 12 midnight in Southern California. And we have a a lot of things that we're going to discuss. Can you hear me well? Let me know. So some of the things we're going to be discussing tonight. It's going to be bullies. And uh, as you brought up, Julia, friendship, and pretty much through the pandemic, you know, I'm going to elaborate on the friendship and uh, the fun subject of aliens. Are they real? Do they exist? Do you believe all that? All right. I'm happy uh, we've made it through almost two months of 2021 it hasn't been so bad so far I did burn my arm from cooking I've been trying to cook I burned my arm and it healed well Uh, my best friend passed away but other than that things are turning around and uh, things are getting better so on that note let's get into the first topic I'm going to discuss bullies. Bullies. And so I think there's bullies in every... Everywhere. In every industry, every um, school, every facet in life, there's a bully. And why is that? What, 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 do, these, what do these bullies get out of, uh, you know trying to put down other people and and where does it come from is it you know a thing that's gone back way back in the times of like you know when we were cavemen were we bullying back then to to weed weed out the weaker species or uh is it just a lot of assholes with little dicks that um you know just want to push people around so what's going on brim's trying to barrel i kind of i kind of believe bullies are um a little bit of both you know i 
I'm I'm six four, so I, I've uh, hey, how's it going? I it's you would think I wouldn't have been bullied in my life because I'm tall, and uh, you know that's simply not true. I've been I've been bullied in several several aspects, but I I think one of the hardest times I had in my life when I was like fifteen. You know, when you're fifteen, you're all going through it. Fifteen, sixteen, those teenage years, and everybody thinks that they're just the coolest kid on the block and I had this one bully that just literally would leave me alone would go to all the places that I went to the pizza joint that I would you know uh, eat at uh, anywhere the bowling alley I went to anywhere I went to this guy was ready to fight and uh, and threatened me several times and it got to the point where he came to my house one time and knocked on my door. And I remember my stepdad opened the door and uh, I told my stepdad to go away. And as soon as I did, the guy grabbed my hair and pulled me down to the, to the uh, you know, to his level. Because he was small, little dick, small, pulled me down. And uh, he looked at me and he had his friend there. His friend's name was Marcel. I remember this. And literally... Um, they threatened my life when I was 15. Said that they were part of the mafia. Um, and that if I fucked with them, that I would be dead. Now, I'm 15 years old. Who deals with that kind of stuff at 15? But I did. You know, and I was too afraid to tell my parents because then they threatened to blow up my house. Because they were mafia. Supposed mafia. And, uh... Yeah, that really happened, and uh, that happened to me. And I heard some other stories that happened to uh, other people like me from the same people. And I think eventually these people went to jail. I don't think Marcel did, but the person that was behind this eventually went to jail. Uh, and little dicks, you know, that's what it comes down to. And... Uh, I don't know where that sense of just being an asshole comes from, you know, but I think there's a way of, of karmic principles because I never wish these people any ill will. I don't wish them to be in jail. I don't wish anything bad to happen to these people because when you're young, you do stupid things. Personally, I wasn't a bully to anybody. I am the same person that I was then. I've grown a lot, but even then I wasn't trying to bully people. I was trying to teach people how to do the kickflip or I don't know, just trying to have fun with my friends. So when you have these bullies in life, it just, it makes you wonder, you know, what, what's the deal? And they're everywhere. They're not just, uh, they're not just your peers. Bullies appear everywhere. You know, I had a, I had a, a second grade teacher, Miss Carnick. She was a bully and, uh, I'll never forget it. You know, basically, uh, when I was younger, I was in a car accident, so um, they held me back, and uh, I talked a lot to these kids, and it was wrong, and I remember this, this strict second grade teacher came up to me, and she grabbed me by the arm, and she 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 squeezed my arm and told me to stop talking, and, and sque she squeezed it so hard that I bled, and I'll never forget that, and I was like, dude, this is supposed to be about, uh, you know education and this teacher just made me bleed you know so there's just bullies everywhere and they i don't know what that is they just want to feel better about themselves you know
They decide, Julia says, they decide to make uh, your life difficult. And why is that? It's because their life is so dull that they want to get into yours. So, you know, when these when these bullies want to, you know, make fun of you, whatever it be, whether you're an artist, you know, let's get into it. Hitler was an artist and uh, somebody, you know, his teacher, he, he basically they told him he was a horrible artist. And, and who judges art? Who, who, who is able to judge art? And if that one person would have just been like, you know what? Hey, instead of, you know, Hitler, your artwork is horrible. Maybe um, we could try working on that. And at that point, who knows? Who knows what could happen? But I think Hitler was really just pissed off because he was an artist that didn't get accepted. And I know how that feels. And that's shitty. You know, I think everyone just wants to feel accepted. And I think that's what it's about. And sometimes the real bullies just don't feel accepted. So what does Brimstone say here? I think they're angry about things they aren't able to address in their lives. So they redirect that anger to people. They feel safe to take it out on. I agree. And I'm guilty with that too. And not so much bullying, but like when I'm... When I'm angry, I definitely take things out on the people that I love. There is no doubt about it. I'm warned. I have warned the people that I love, you know, about that. But I think that's different for me. I think that's just a... Uh, but as I get older, I've learned to deal with that. But definitely, it's that is a form, form of bullying. It definitely is. Even, you know, because that's not fun. If you love someone, you're not going to take crap out on them. So, yes, I've I've believe myself and uh, I haven't done that in quite a while so it's it's good to catch that you know it really is I don't like to be a hypocrite in any way you know and so I can think of many times where I just will be upset about something and I will you know either yell at the person that I love or just take that out you know, and that's a form of bullying, definitely. And there's definitely all kinds of bullying. I saw a comment before. Uh, there's only two ways to direct in or outwards. Exactly. Exactly. I always choose, uh, you know, when, when, I, when I was being bullied... I felt small and I felt like there was nothing I could do. There was nobody I could turn to. I couldn't turn to my parents, you know, and looking back now, it's like, I should have, you know, I'm sure if I would have turned to, to my stepdad and been like, dude, this guy's saying that he's in the, mo in the mafia and he's going to blow up the house. I'm sure the cops would have been called and knock, knock, knock on the door, you know? So at that point, going to your parents, you know, being older, I'm older. You know, I don't know how everyone else is in the room, but I hope sooner or later some young, younger kids get a hold of this. And uh, if, if I would have heard this stuff when I was 15, like, hey, really. But that's the thing. When you're 15 and someone tells you, hey, go listen to your, you know, go, go talk to your parents. That's all bullshit. You know, we don't listen. You know, when you're 15, you don't listen to that. But, you know, sometimes you do. And sometimes I would tell my mom the most outrageous crap ever. You know, whatever I was going through, I would tell my mom, hey, this is what's going on. And she would help out. Yeah. 
Julia says, during my reconstructive dental surgery, I had many cruel things said about my appearance. Yeah, well, these teeth right here, there's like four busted out teeth. You know, anybody that makes fun of other people's appearance, they're insecure about themselves. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the direction as Brimstone said. You know, these peer, these people are insecure about themselves. And, uh, you know, the, the best thing that I, I heard recently is when, when any, anyone ever says something negative towards you, you know, like, Hey, your teeth or whatever, this is what you say to them. You just, you, you calmly look at them and say, are you okay? And mean it generally, like, like come from your heart. Are you okay? Cause if someone is just looking at you and being an asshole, there's something wrong with them, not you. And that's real. So if you ask them, are you okay? They're going to have to reach down in their soul and think, what's wrong with me? Why am I being so cruel? Because I don't think that that's the natural, you know, um, natural way of the human spirit. I don't think that we're naturally cruel. And I think maybe whatever has happened to said person has probably been through horrible events that's led them to be such an asshole. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> yeah, believe me, teeth, come on, they're, they're a ridiculous thing. They really are. It was the one, the one thing that, that whoever created us messed up on. But, uh, okay, so I saw this comment. Uh, I posted a picture, I reposted a picture of uh, basically a bullying, uh, like, drawing. And it basically said words, you know, um, can hurt. And I read a, a comment that basically someone said, you know, that, um, you know, they're not for bullying, but, uh, people need to toughen up and that, that words shouldn't hurt them like sticks and stones type thing. And okay, I'm just going to address that because I don't see that the guy, he didn't show up. So if he watches this. So there was a case, uh, probably about five or six years ago where there was a, I think 16 or 17 year old girl, 16, 17 year old boy. I don't know the exact ages, but around that age in high school. And, uh, they were supposedly in love and, uh, you know, everything was going well, it seemed. And then the dude, something happened where the, the guy was uh, there was trouble in their relationship. So one person started to, uh, just rebel and act out. And I think the boys started talking about suicide and then the girl like started going with the boy, like going down that path with him via text. And so, um, I think when the kid was talking about suicide, the boy, he was just asking for help from his, his, his girlfriend. But the girlfriend went the opposite way and she was just like, no man, like you should do this. You should, if this is what you feel, kill yourself, do this. And this is all via text. And this is, this is, these are words, right? These are just words, but the dude jumped in his car and he killed himself. So at that point, words have power. Everything that you say means something. Everything you text, everything, every thought that you have 
it means something. And what's it going to be? Is it going to be negative? Is it going to be positive? Are you going to wish that someone wants, you know, are you going to wish that someone kills themselves? Are you going to wish the best for them and hope that they get out of that bad situation? Because everyone goes through the bad situations. So, you know, words have power and bullies are assholes. So, and look, I even had to recognize the bully within myself. So, we'll end that one. We'll end that one. So, let's see. I was talking to Julia, and uh, I asked her what... uh, what another topic would would be for the show because I've been doing you know a lot of shows to, to get some content out and she said friendship and I thought about that that's a good one friendship but not only friendship but friendship in like this this pandemic you know like the pandemic has changed everything I know that's a generic thing but it really has everyone's saying it but it's the truth you know whether you're a whether you work at the the grocery store whether you work at the movie theater whether you're you know an actor in Hollywood whether you're a janitor at a school everything's changed <clears throat> it's crazy and so friendship is definitely I think it's the one thing that's kind of kept us together. And even though we can't see one another, we still find ways. That's what we're doing here, right? Like Brimstone, becoming part of the family. Julia is definitely part of the family. I talk to Julia more than I talk to pretty much anyone, you know? And I think you pick your family and, uh, that's really your friends, you know? So I think not seeing our friends in the, in the, in the pandemic too is, is really tough, you know? So, uh, I don't get to see my bands. I don't get to see, uh, just anyone, you know? I'm lucky cause I, I, I'm a UPS driver by day, which is awesome. So I do get to, uh, I do get to um, see the same people that that I've been seeing for the last, you know, 15 years. I get to see those people. But when it comes to playing music and hanging out with my friends and doing the things that I want to do, it is, uh, it's not there, you know? It's really not there. And so I don't know how much longer we're going to be locked up but I did hear good news that that COVID is dropping so with the vaccines at least over here with the vaccines and um, just people getting it and the natural immunity I think it's starting to drop so I think that sooner or later we'll be able to play concerts and and get back to uh, normal life again because man for the last year it's been horrible almost two years going on two years it's horrible and uh yeah we were supposed to go to london and and i'll hang out and then it it got all it got all mangled up 
and we had the fear in office and it wasn't taking control of, you know, nothing was taking control of. So I value your friendship. I uh, checked out your stuff too, Brimstone Apparel. I love all the, the clothes that you're doing. That's really cool. And I, I checked out like kind of like your resume. You've done a whole bunch of cool stuff with like giant. That's pretty goddamn impressive. So I remember uh, going up to LA in the 90s. And I don't know if it was like a giant store, but it was like, it was definitely giant related. And it was kind of like a graffiti store. I don't remember if it was a Beastie Boys store, but yeah, it was fun stuff. I like to check out the people that are, um, you know, giving likes out on, on the Instagram because it's always fun, you know? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And I can tell because your designs are really, really fresh. All right. All right. So... I guess we're going to get into the main topic of all this. I got my friggin' last of my ties tea. Yeah, you guys, uh, I'm going to give a free, little free commercial here. Check out uh, Brimstone Apparel if you, if you want to see some cool, cool clothes. She's worked with tons of people in the industry. And it sounds like she was the industry, which is even cooler, you know. So, okay, this is a Cat Stevens song called Longer Boats. And this is going to get into our main, uh, main, uh, topic. And this is, uh, of course, the thing that we're all interested about. Or at least, what do they say? Like 78% of us believe in aliens. So, I didn't know that this song, Longer Boats, by Cat Stevens was about aliens. I mean, instinctively, I guess, but uh, there's live footage of it, and he says it. He says this is about spaceships or space people. That's what he said, I think. And uh, it totally makes sense, you know? They're, they, they've got the key. they got the bigger key to open up the door, and they're, uh, you know they're ready to take us out so let's get into this what do you do you guys believe in, in in aliens have you guys ever seen anything julia brimstone apparel have you guys ever seen an alien me personally i i, I have not seen an alien i've seen ron jeremy at the whiskey uh says not yet not yet and never would have uh i have a stupid bar in front of this one never would i have thought that certainly puts a different spin on it yeah right uh she says i brimstone apparel says i believe in them never seen one me too i've never seen one i do believe that we are not alone there's definitely uh there's definitely got to be more than us you know and I watch all these shows, Ancient Aliens, every dark rabbit hole I could fall down, I try to. But realistically, uh, I haven't found any 
piece of video that I really felt that, uh, that's convinced me that, you know, I, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen something and I really want to. And the closest thing that I think that I can, uh, off the top of my head where I feel that there is proof is I know that there's this hacker in, in London and, uh, he, I think he's in London. He, uh, he's like the biggest hacker and he, he hacked into like either the CIA, yeah, like the CIA files. And he was in there for like a week and, uh, it got to the point where he was just everywhere. And finally he was at this point where he like supposedly saw these, uh, pictures of, of an alien and he was in there. And as soon as he was in there, he, he was, he was about to take a screenshot of the picture and it was downloading. And then he saw his mouse, like literally click and move away and exit him out. So he got, he, at that point he got caught right then and he knew he got caught. So it was game over, but you know, I saw the interview and they asked him, they said, well, you know, do you, did you see anything that was valuable? And he said, I definitely saw, you know, what it, it was something in clue. It was something, he said something clue, like I definitely saw what I needed to see and I definitely believe in extraterrestrials. So at that point, I still haven't seen that picture, but I heard that he did that and they tried to expedite him out of, uh, out of England. And, uh, he, he, he threatened suicide. And so they left him there and he's still there. So he is definitely, you know, bam. you are up late. It's like three o'clock in the morning there. Tell your man, I say, what's up? Sorry. <laughs> uh, got some friends joining. It's been a while. We're nerding out on the alien topic right now. And that's always fun at, at 12, 12 and 3 a.m. I don't know if you, if you've ever seen or heard anything. I'm trying to um, give the pros and the cons of, of alien life. I haven't really seen anything yet. So this is Bernadette, everybody. She's joining the party in the, in the podcast. It's three o'clock, I think, at her time. So there's another story uh, or video that I saw that was kind of a bust. And it's always these talk shows where, you know, some, some, you know, like Jimmy Fallon interviews a president. And I remember, I don't think it was Jimmy Fallon per se, but it was, uh, it was some, some talk show host. They asked Clinton if he believed like Bill Clinton, if he believed in aliens and if he knew anything. And, uh, they basically, he basically said with his weird tripped out eyes, he was like, He's like, I got to see things. I'm going to paraphrase, of course. He's like, I got to see things. And, and basically, um, I'm not allowed to say anything, but in the next 20 years, we should be, we should know about, you know, basically alien life. And he said that like within 20 years, we should, we should have a better understanding of alien life. And that was like 10 years ago. So now, you know, it's starting to get into, to, you know, us landing on Mars every other day. We just did that with that, that perseverance, you know, and 
and we're finding all these new things, like, you know, all these new things, but still, I haven't seen, I want to see the little green man. I want to see us in a different form. And do we come from Mars? You know, like all these things before, if I would have said this stuff, I would have been a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist. But now, you know, all this is just common theories of what could have happened to Mars and us and what is going to happen to us. And uh, were there species on that planet? Was it us? Are there more aliens? What is it? What does it all mean? The Clinton thing was strange, though. It, that really, it, and, and you know, he looks all like he's seen them. He Clinton looks like he's seen them. Take, a, I'm gonna post a picture of, of Bill Clinton recently. He's seen some definite aliens. <laughs> and uh, I was talking to um, this guy, Elder Elder Bryson, and uh, I asked him if he believed in aliens and uh, like the pyramids. And he, he kind of said that uh, on my first podcast, he said that he hasn't seen anything that couldn't be man-made on Earth. And, and I'm kind of with him. There's there's nothing that I have seen that I think that us or another species prior to us couldn't have created. You know, we do a lot of things as humans. Were we ever helped out with, with you know, um, sky gods or some other beings that came down here? Possibly. You know, a lot of these texts, these Sumerian texts, these Mayan texts, they all show that, you know, these these people help them from above. And that that's another thing. Like, uh, I think I brought this up on another podcast that uh, there's a concept that, that, you know, aliens are just really like man-like people or not woman or like human-like creatures that evolved a million years or you know, possibly 10 million years past us. And instead of, you know, going down that fearful, hateful way, they've, they've come out through a positive, uh, enlightened way, like a Buddha, a Buddha on, you know, steroids. And at that point, people start comparing them to an angel, you know, would we be angelic if we were just like Buddha? You know, if if we were just praying all the time or meditating all the time and trying to, you know, tip the scales for good, would we physically change our bodies? You know, would would we evolve into something different? And has that happened for different species? You know, because when I see a whale in the ocean, I, I'm I, first thing I think of is, you know, I've been whale watching a lot and every time I see a whale or just looking at them on a video, I think, man, like these things have been around for just millions of years. They've seen so much more than us. Their brains are just huge. What are they thinking? You know, and uh, if, if those things are possible, if you've ever been in the ocean by yourself and you don't have to be by yourself, but if you've been in the ocean and just, you know, had some snorkel gear on or scuba gear on whatever and just seen that side of our planet and life it, it just makes me feel like that's just a minute we're just a minute you know speck in the whole scheme of things that that whole ocean that i'm in right now is just a very speck of sand in the whole speck of the whole universe like the whole universal thing and 
depending on my perspective, that's how big that scene of life might be, you know, that perspective of life. And sometimes I feel that consciousness, that matter, you being in that surrounding, your perspective, that's what creates the reality. So, um, I got some, I got some stuff here. Do you think, Julia says, do you think their intelligence is superior to ours? If, okay, here, let's break it down. If anything, if anything is able to get here before us, and if we're technically really not able to get out of here, which I don't know, you know, a part of me believes that the space force is just a cover up to, uh, to say, hey, we have these spaceships that we've had for a very long time, you know, at, at, at that point, you know, I feel that definitely if anything got here, it's going to be superior to us. Do I, do I feel, okay, well, there are these, these videos that got leaked that are the big thing that are the controversy. And uh, they got leaked, like, I think about six years ago. And there are these videos of these flying spaceships that are moving so fast. And these F-18s are, are, uh, are trying to follow them. And they're from the aircraft carrier, the Nibbets. And, uh, there's just video and these, these pilots just, they can't keep up with this thing and it's not realistic and they're Navy. So if this was a military apparatus, if this was like a real, if, if it was us, if we had that technology, those pilots and that video would never get out because they would, they would just say, Hey, yeah, like, dude, we've got some weird stuff going on here. Don't say anything. Keep it undercover and shut your mouth. And that didn't happen. So at that point, these weird drone like pill, uh, spacecraft seem to be infiltrating our airspace and that's real. So at that point, I think that's why we're hearing more about uh, aliens and, and they're, they're trying to propagate it more and they're trying to let us know that, that something's here, you know? And that's the one thing that I've seen that are also that gives me a little sense of, wow, that they might be here because I've seen that video and it's very popular. They're, they're, that video is everywhere. It's a little pill shape. Uh, like a ship that just goes up super fast and then it goes down and it's just gone. So I definitely think if they're here, they are superior to us. Okay. So Brimstone says, I always wonder if aliens could be time travelers, us from the future coming back to watch us. Yeah. Uh, or intervene. I wonder that too, you know, because like I said before, if we, you know, say you're that super Buddha and you're, you know, you're meditating for peace and love and harmony, you're, you're one with the universe and you start to tap into some really crazy stuff, is that time travel possible? You know, and could you, could you do that? And honestly, I think that, uh, that's going to have to be a whole nother episode, <laughs> you know, kind of like the, the, to the back to the future, you know, like is time travel possible, you know? And, uh, I don't know. Cause they've already said that they have, they have mathematically figured out ways to, um, 
go past the speed of of light somehow like we're making we're making things we're making ways i i just don't know so that's a really good question so i think i'm gonna write that down on my little little whiteboard here and we'll definitely get into like the one of the next episodes of time travel you know because i mean if it was possible i mean god we all know that we would come and, and kill hitler and and that's the thing like would we come back and 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 take out hitler for the for the sake of the, our own good of course we would you know but to where does that balance out you know when i think of like a, a twilight zone or hitchcock it's like you take out hitler but then you know someone rises 10 times more powerful than hitler and you're you're just like damn what 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 is it supposed to be so, but here, let's flip the script, uh, flip the script on this one. They found a, um, like a parallel universe toward, to ours where, uh, our galaxy where time is traveling backwards. So that's where it gets a little bit crazy. If time is traveling backwards that way, what is time, you know, and is time a perspective to just said person, you know, or is it something that we just made up? You know, a, a measurement of time definitely matters, but how do we measure that time? You know, is it someone measuring it from the Big Bang? Is it measuring it from, say, you know, some people are going to say when Jesus is born, like when did time start? Time started for me when I, you know, ten thirty one seventy six. That's when time started for me. So everything is perspective. Time is an illusion, you know, paradox. You know, travel quicker to see you in the gig. Yeah. So it is. It is all, uh, it's a paradox. And I think um, that's where the black holes and stuff like that, they, they come into play. You know, I think that, um, I think that uh, once we really do some, some, some really definite crazy stuff with black holes like once we're able to like launch something into a black hole and have that thing not be ripped into shreds once we figure that out i think that that's going to be a lot of um way that we cosmically travel somehow i think eventually along the lines we will figure out ways to hop on these black holes and and that's going to get us to where we need to go you know, so, but right now we just don't know how to do that. That's, that's going to rip us to shreds. So it's a movement of an object through space. That's good. That is good time. Yes. And are we the object? What is it? You know, time. It's a killer. <laughs> that's so morbid but you know part of me believes that time time is really a it is an illusion and I wish that uh, we had more of it but if we did what will we do you know will we sit around and and do this do this or will we uh, actually um Try to discover the secrets of the universe. I'm trying to find this song and it's not going to happen. 
There it is. Okay. So I need I need like a Fred a Fred like a Fred Norris on my show that's just gonna like be able to play songs like like right when I cue them. But this is probably my favorite song of 2019. Time is killer. nothing to be afraid of you know and if one ever pops up in my backyard I'm not going to be scared I'm going to ask him how to you know flip the switch of time maybe he'll know maybe we can stay a little bit longer on this planet that we spin around on this rock that we all try to hold on to desperately I know I do you know Whenever I hear that one of my friends has like the C word, I just, it breaks my heart. Or it's just one of my friends is sick. It just starts to really get to me that like, wow, you know, we think that we're gonna be here forever. And hopefully we will, but it's just not guaranteed to all. So I think the more real we are with each other, whether it be on these stupid devices, or whether it be the alien in the backyard, I think life will get better. Julia's oak milk, flat white. Brimstone's apparel's cool t-shirts. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. This has been What Does It All Mean? And, uh, what do we say, Julia? What's the last thing that we say on this podcast? <laughs> what do we say to end this every time? And I don't know if you remember, uh, two. I think you were watching as well, but to end this podcast, I say... Fuck down bowls. Fuck down bowls. Okay. So <laughs> Fuck down bowls. 
All right, thank you guys for listening and have a great. Uh, there we go. Yeah, it's the delay. It's the it's the international delay. I knew that. <laughs> All right, guys, you have a great Saturday.